Welcome to the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. And Matt. And we are here for our Gamescom Extravaganza 2017 Super Show. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> we need a remix horn. We need to invest in a remix horn. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Gamescom happened, and for the first time in a very long time, other than obviously the Kickstarter announcement, we got something new, Shenmue, tangible, we can see, well not tangible, but we can see it. <laughs> With their eyeballs. We can touch my screen. <laughs> oh, you love touching your screen. <laughs> that makes uh, it somewhat tangible. So, just after we recorded the last episode, uh, epi- er, episode. <laughs> e- wrong every single episode. Every <laughs> single episode. I get that wrong. Kickstarter update uh, number 72 came out, which was the announcement that they're teaming with Deep Silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was prior to Gamescom. That was pretty cool. Um, they've really hammered out a couple updates recently. Yeah. Uh, the Deep Silver one, uh, they're partnering with them. They're going to be their distributor. And, and they get some extra money. And publisher throughout the entire world, except for Japan, I think. Really? I think they're doing something different in Japan. Hmm. But, yeah, the big thing is they did confirm at Gamescom that Deep Silver's putting some money into this. Hmm. I think I only know them from, like, Dead Island and Saints Row, and I know they do other stuff. They're doing that in recent, I don't know if it's out yet, Agents of Mayhem. Oh, right, yeah, which is kind of related to Saints Row. So, yeah, that was a big announcement. Um, I Someone spoiled it for me that at Gamescom, Deep Silver and Saga were actually sharing a booth. Oh, yeah? So I was thinking, oh, maybe we're going to get HD announcements with this mm. all worked in, and no, we did not. Nope. Keep dreaming, buddy. <laughs> Stop. It's your dream, too. I know. <laughs> and then, obviously, we had the Kickstarter update number 73, the Gamescom trailer. What are your thoughts? Uh, Many thoughts. Some good, some bad. Some uh, ugly. Some ugly. Um, let's start with the let's start with the bad. Okay, the bad. Obviously, everyone has noticed that the faces, especially on the character models, are not particularly well done. Exactly. Now, when when I was watching this, there was two indicators to me immediately that this is obviously work in progress. Mm-hmm. The fact that Shenhua is not even wearing the right clothes mm-hmm. on her character model in the cave, and the fact that there was zero lighting on the faces, so it was just a pre-lit Rio face on his body, and no matter which way he was facing, yeah. uh, the light was always on his face, yeah, regardless of anything else around I him. I saw people speculating that they forgot to remove like a light source right below his chin that moves with his head. Like that would keep, that would keep the light always on his face, like w- within Unreal Light. Like, they probably put a light right below his chin. And the other guy who was fighting, they put one below his chin, too, I think. Yeah, the I mean, it's clearly a work in progress, and they confirmed that. There's uh, two or two or three interviews we have here. Um, switch over Phantom Riverstone. I uh, was able to translate a few of them. Um, so we have two of them here. We have a Famitsu magazine and a GameSpark. And then we might have one from uh, GameWatch or something. Yeah, which I think this one addresses the the faces directly so let me pull it up just while matt's pulling that up um just like we had our one year anniversary in august uh switch over phantom riverstone had his one year um anniversary and 
doing things like this, translating these interviews, you know, 13 months ago, we didn't have anyone to do this mm. immediately. So it's it's fantastic that we can incorporate this into our podcast because of him. So yeah. huge thank you. Check out his uh, his blog, phantomriverstone.com. Great blog. Great blog. All right. So this... The best blog. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so yeah, this came from Game Watch Japan. There's an interview. I'll just go through uh, their notes about what came from the interview. Uh, the released Shenmue 3 teaser footage is in real time, uh, or is real time in graphics. Uh, all character models are temporary and subject to change, which is pretty obvious. Um, facial animations were initially implemented, but have been removed about a month ago, which I don't know why they would do that and then put that out in the world. I mean, all I can think of is the, f- the faces were actually worse before, before there was n- before there was no expressions. Maybe their deep silver money is going to allow them to redo it. Redo it. Make Maybe. Some, they got that, that, that big money now. I know. The, just the... The Shenmula. It's just some of the decision-making is perplexing me. Like, I know you want to show something to your backers to show there's progress, but you... Did you not know the backlash that was going to happen from the general public? Like, I could have easily recut that trailer and ha- made it look awesome just by cutting out a select few scenes. Just the the very worst of the faces. If you cut those out, it's it's it makes the trailer twice as good as it is. And you would, like, avoid most of this fallout that they're getting now. Even if you're going to leave them in, did they not learn anything from the whole Saga Colonial Marines? Mm. Like, Saga was sued over <laughs> misrepresenting their, their product. A very simple four-second waiver statement at the start. This game is a continued work in progress. Character models are temporary, meant to be filler in this trailer or mm. teaser, whatever you want to call it. That wouldn't stop anyone from complaining. <laughs> no, but you, and the thing is, they can pull this trailer and redo it, re-upload it with that at the very start of it. Mm. It's it's mind-boggling that, and I don't want to shit all over this, but it's mind-boggling that this stuff still happens today. Yeah, and there's really no need for it. I understand, and I feel bad even saying these things about. It, but it's true. Hmm. Um, I just I want it to be not receiving the bad press. Yeah, and doing making that as a conscious decision to put it out. Excuse me, in the state that it was is going to get you that bad press. I just I really hope they they are not completely surprised by this. Like, and anyone could have predicted this would happen with that with what you showed. But um, also. Uh, the teaser was especially made for Gamescom 2017. No further plans to show more of the game at this year's Gamescom or Tokyo Game Show. However, full-scale promotion will take place next year. Deep Silver will publish the game internationally, and they'll provide budget and promotional support. A publisher for Japan, Japan is to be decided. Suzuki-san would like to continue the series in Shenmue 4 if possible. Suzuki-san is not interested in forcing the Shenmue story to complete in Shenmue 3. Shenmue 3 will take around 30 hours of gameplay to complete. So, I like that. That's a that's probably about perfect, I'd say. I'd love 30 hours uh, of Shenmue. Uh, the fighting engine in Shenmue 3 is being built from scratch, and unlike Shenmue 2, it won't use the virtual engine, which kind of concerns me a bit, because that was gr- a great fighting system. A little clunky. I just I wish they would refine it a bit, but it sounds like they're doing something completely new. Yeah, it, all, it was almost like with the collision detection, there was a bit of a box around you. Mm. You mentioned like some of the, learning some of the moves didn't really benefit you. Yeah. Because by the time you got close enough, your character boxes were kind of mashing against each other. Yeah. And it was 
you had to be at the right angle and stuff to land them. It was pretty tough. I would love to see this in a virtual fighter engine. Um, just, just a more modernized one. But it's I understand why they're not because the cost associated with that and then having to blend that into mm. uh, you know the Unreal Engine could be pretty difficult. Yeah. Um, a system that allows phone calls with characters from Shenmue 1 and 2 is planned. Suzuki-san would like to bring as many voice actors from previous games as possible, but some are retired now. He will audition a new voice actress for Shenhua. Uh, the OST for Shenmue 1 and 2 will probably be reused in Shenmue 3. That's okay, there's tons of music. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. The new partnership with Deep Silver is strong, and it's aimed to improve the Shenmue 3 experience beyond what was initially planned on Kickstarter. So that's good. Yeah, that sounds like they're infusing new money into it. Um, I hope that new money kind of goes towards those additional Kickstarter goals. Because yeah. they went all the way up to $11 million and we get to yeah. like almost $7 million now with the slacker backers raised like over a half million dollars i think that's pretty good yeah they haven't uh, updated in like three weeks though <laughs> it's still updated the last update i think unless they did one today was july 31st or something they have to do it manually they must i don't um, know um uh, before i put my phone away i'll show you you know the uh the screenshots that were released one of the one of them is got a old man with like short cropped hair and he's got a weird he's got that weird like ooh, like oh face yeah uh have you ever seen mac and me <laughs> have you do you know what no. that is it's like an et ripoff uh basically sponsored by mcdonald's oh yes yes someone had the okay yes yes <laughs> yes so everybody google mac and me after you after you look at this uh, screenshot of this uh, guy making the O face, and it's just uncanny the resemblance. <laughs> but so we'll get more into this some of the interview stuff here. Um, we should say what we like about the trailer. Yeah, but um, I'm I feel the exact same way with Matt about it's it's the facial animations didn't make sense to put them in like that uh, or put at least a waiver at the start um, because reading. Some forums, or not necessarily forums, but YouTube like, comments. YouTube comments. James Willems from Funhouse loves the shit all over this game, and he just posted a comment on Twitter, and people were just tearing it apart. There's a few people in there defending it, fighting the good fight. Soul crushing um, to read, but it is. It's it's disheartening. The good stuff, though. Mm. Uh, environments. Environments, yeah, obviously, obviously they look amazing. Yeah, like it's like almost Unreal Four is just like. It's like cheat mode when you're developing a game. It just automatically makes your game look beautiful, it looks like. Uh, I'm sure they've got some talent to build the things, but just the game engine itself is so versatile and so impressive that any game made in Unreal 4 seems to just look amazing. When it shows the ferry going down the river and the the water, Mm. oh my god, that looks so realistic. So you think this is all Kid Nikon's uh, work? I think he's part of it. I think Mm. Yu Suzuki in one of these interviews that we can talk about did talk about the management and trying to hire the best and right people. Yeah. And from the environments they're showing off, I would say they probably have the right people. Mm. It looks looks great. The fighting animation, when he's sparring, I think that looks pretty good. Some of it looks good and some of it looks wooden as if they're like literally marionette vision puppets from Thunderbirds or something. I found when he... It's mostly the wrists. Like, for some reason, character models uh, with, like, stiff or... He's he's making the motions right now. Unnatural wrists is so, like... It's like a red flag for me that just determines uh, poor animation from strong animation. 
That and eye movement or telltale signs. Eye, eye movement's a big one. Hmm. Uh, the eye movement in this is not really that great. It's Mass Effect Andromeda level. <laughs> Uh, the environments look fantastic. I found the fight scene where he's not hitting the old Chinese man. Mm-hmm. That looked really good. It did look good. Like, the movements looked good. The camera work, camera angles are really good in these scenes. But when he's, yeah, when he's punching at the old man, I felt like the old man wasn't moving enough. It looked like Ryo was just punching the air and missing. Like, he's just really bad at trying to hit somebody. <laughs> and that guy wasn't even dodging. He's just like... <laughs> But yeah, and then he's fighting Boro. Yeah, which again, camera angles were great. Some of the fight was good, and then like they did a weird pose at the end that looked very unnatural. But I don't know. I I'll say something else nice. I really like the character models, except for Shenhua. I find everyone else looks pretty good. I find Rio's waist looks really weird. Yeah, how his his jacket kind of digs into his hips. Mm. I almost like the character model from the original Kickstarter trailer better. The shape of it, obviously I want to see the textures and everything off the new one, but the shape of that old character model, a bit more broader in the shoulders, better looking, more proportional waist. Um, Rio always had really broad shoulders. I feel like the jeans that he's wearing look like they're painted on. They don't (laughs) look like he's wearing them, if that makes sense. Mm. I know it was the 80s and tight jeans were a bit of a thing, but (laughs) I do. I do think they really improved his face, though. It looks much closer to how it used to look. And I I think the face is always going to be a sticking point because we're so used to seeing that 128-bit Dreamcast graphic face. Yeah. And whether the new face is going to be better, undoubtedly better, but it's also going to be different. And mm. that the fact that it's different is going to negate that better no matter what. <laughs> The only thing that would make it perfect is if they literally take the whole Dreamcast character model and just, here you go. And then they carve out the little space behind his ears finally, and then we're good to go. (laughs) I want less space behind the ears. You want wedgier ears. Wedgier ears. (laughs) Mr. Suzuki-san, if you're listening, wedgier ears, please. Um... Well, they did say there's going to be some sort of jacket skin change for Rio. Mm. So if it was the Dreamcast, if you had the choice, if that was actually it, the Dreamcast skin, would you play as the Dreamcast skin or the new one? Probably. Well, I mean... It would stand out because obviously the the rest of the game is going to look so good. It wouldn't fit. I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd be like, ah, he sticks out like a sore thumb compared to, like, he's completely different art style. (laughs) If you can flip a switch and the whole game went to Dreamcast style, I'd do that. (laughs) Kickstarter goal, people. New <laughs> Kickstarter goal. Yeah, this... I was overall impressed with the trailer. Um, I just... I sat in my basement when I saw that it was out, and I just kept playing it over and over and over and over. <laughs> and, like, my wife was in the tub upstairs, and I was like, dear, dear, and I just sat down by the tub, and I, like, <laughs> turned the computer laptop around and, like, hit play, and she's like, what are we watching? I'm like, hey, it's Shenmue, and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sure, I'm in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> she mentioned something about the faces. Oh, really? Like, it killed Even her? <laughs> yeah. Um, the couple interviews that I've done here, there's some interesting questions. Um, the lady that, uh, one of the character models, the one with the 
button that's about to blow off the shirt. <laughs> She's a hotel owner. Mm. Uh, you'll be able to meet her on a daily basis. Uh, having such distinctive qualities in a character is great, isn't it? Yes. That's from a quote from Yu Suzuki. <laughs> I hope she doesn't harass you like the guy at the uh, come over guest house. Mm. She looks I like she might harass you. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with her. Yeah, maybe with a rolling pin. Wonder, I wonder if that's where the guest book's going to be that we get to at do her, part of our Kickstarter rewards. Maybe. It'd be nice. Uh, they said they're not going to be a Tokyo game show. Uh, they weren't showing anything additional at Gamescom. They mentioned next year, mm-hmm. which makes me worry because PSX is this year. They won't be at PSX. <laughs> it makes no sense for them to not be at PSX, though. I don't know. Do you think Sony's going to put the pressure on them? No, I don't think so. Think Sony just has the attitude of let it bake, yep. let it cook. They've got enough to show off. They don't. They don't need it. Yeah, you might be right with that. Now, with the just kind of going back to the Deep Silver thing and Deep Silver putting in money, how much of the equation to determine who they were going to go with for a publisher do you think was related to them putting in money? Well, I imagine quite a bit. Where else? Why else would you want a publisher partner except for them to? give you money <laughs> but like mark you won't need the marketing machine behind it right you don't need the marketing. no you do yeah. you do um what worries me though is that they're still kind of worried about budget and obviously they're a business and they gotta you know develop a product get it out to the consumer in x amount of time mm-hmm. with delays and stuff but i don't want them to be worrying about that at this point I want them to be, let's make the best product possible. Well, I mean, you, you can't just do that. You can't forget about your budget because then you'll be like working along one day and you'll be like, all right, I'm ready to go on to the next thing. And, oh, I'm out of money. <laughs> <laughs> go home, gone. everyone. But We're not no, releasing the game. We're out of money. I mean, they're always concerned about making this grander and grander. And I, to an, a point, I admire him for not wanting to compromise his dream project. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, you know, he's been stewing over this for just as long as we have, and it probably means a lot more to him than it does to us. Mm-hmm. I know it means a lot to us, but I just, I'm concerned that they're really worrying about getting more and more and more and more and more funding. Well, usually you have a separate person on the team to do that. Maybe that's you, Suzuki. I don't know. Yeah, he does talk about more of a management role this time around. Um, He does say, there's a question here. I'm curious about the timing of the scheduled distribution of the trial version uh, to reward the reward to backers. And he says, regarding the trial version, I'd like to spend some time considering the best form for it to take. Ideally, I'd like to be something along the lines of the trial version of Shenmue 1. I'm assuming he's referring to what Shenmue? What Shenmue, yeah. I think what Shenmue is one of the best demos of all time. It's pretty good. To just show you what the game is about. You can talk to people on Dubuida Street. You can mm. go to the arcade. You can. It really kind of puts you in the world and gets you to understand it a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know, other than maybe the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo that came with Zone of the Enders. I don't know if there's been a better demo mm. from a technical standpoint. Well, uh, I almost wish they never promised a trial version just because it's going to take up time that could be spent on developing the main game. Like, gating off a little piece of the game, and especially if they're going to do a What's Shenmue thing with a unique little tiny storyline to go with it. Like, that could just, that all that time could be put into the main game. It's going to distract members of the team for a little while. I just hope it's chasing Yu Suzuki through the trails <laughs> of Huilin. <laughs> 
big QTE scene. Yeah. It would be it would be kinda of funny if they did mimic what Shenmue as much as possible just to kind of pay homage to it and because there's new like obviously we're not new to this, but there's gonna be people out there that are new mm. and are gonna to need to understand uh, what this game really is all about. It just ends with Yu Suzuki waking up and going, Yosh <laughs> in front of a a uh, bunch of PS4s this time around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it wouldn't be PS4s because the trial version's only going on PC. Oh. Um, I wonder if they'll put Yu Suzuki's face on battery packages. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there is. I really do. <laughs> yes. Now you get me thinking of that. <laughs> uh, what other questions are here in the. Did you have anything else what you want to talk about the trailer itself? New logo? Oh yeah, the new logo. logo. Did they mention why they changed the logo for a third time? Uh, Yu Suzuki did it himself. He hand drew it, and that's uh, what they wanted to go with. I do think the logo... It looks better than the previous one. Previous two, I think. I do, and it has, if this it makes any sense, it seems more Chinese. Yeah. Even though it's still in English, it looks more of an Asian font. Mm. If that makes me sound kind of dumb i don't know but you, you know what i'm getting at yeah it more asian in appearance if that is means anything mm. um let's take a look here they talk about how unreal 4 uh they gotta tweak it a little bit to you know make it work for their game uh he tells everyone to you know get it saga about making one and two does he yeah. Uh, for Shenmue 3, we have received the license from Saga on the basis of creating a new game. The license for Shenmue and Shenmue 2 belongs to Saga, so a remake is something for them to decide. That was um, Hideki... Uh, what's his last name? Hideki Morishida. Hmm. And then Yu Suzuki says, if everyone tells Saga, something might happen. We've been telling Saga for years. And then Hideki also comments after that, we're aware that there's uh, quite an outcry for it. We would also welcome remakes. I mean, obviously it's going to sell their product. Yeah. It's easier to get in on the ground floor as opposed to um, going in on the third floor, for lack of a better term. (laughs) They did release a couple screenshots as well of stuff that's not uh, in the trailer. Yeah. Just some kind of character models. Uh, They reiterate that the characters are temporary that they're not you know final models clearly mm-hmm. the, what are your thoughts on the way the cave looks uh, it's much easier to like make out the shape of the cave and make out your surroundings just due to the higher fidelity like the cave was so dark in the last game or I don't know if it was just my TV or something but it was so dark and like uh, everything's low poly right so it's just Kind of a, a, amorphous and shapeless, and this everything's much more um, defined now. The phoenix mirrors do look round as well. Yeah, they don't look like a like a twenty sided circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Boro? Again, that guy. Um, do you think Boro's good or bad? He looks pretty bad. <laughs> See, I think I think he's going to be kind of like a Ren character, where initially there's conflict and then there isn't. Yeah. Uh, they also talked about duck racing and how there's going to be fishing now in the game. Oh yeah, fishing. I forgot. This and game. something about frogs <laughs> of some sort of mini game, frog racing. And they're. I think you're going to do wood chopping. He said as well. Yeah, wood chopping is a job. And, um, and probably forklifts. 
Yeah, well, there was the, a screenshot with the sneaker there, and it looked like it was like a remote control forklift or something. It looked like there was a couple of jumps. Oh, I thought that was a lucky hit board or something. But, yeah, he said people would kill him if he didn't put a forklift in there. It, it's an absolutely necessary thing. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, the screenshots that they released a few up- updates ago. Did you see that someone noticed the one of the Great Wall of China, and one of them Rio's actually standing on the Great Wall of China? No, I didn't notice that he was it's standing like on it. Super. It's the one that's really zoomed out, mm. and you can actually see him down in the corner. There's like one of the parts of the wall where there's like a little box around it, and he's just in the very corner of it. What's he doing? Just standing there by the looks of things. Oh. Um, so, yeah, there's... He's not doing an epic training montage on top of the wall. <laughs> oh, it's got to be the 80s music, too. Yeah. Something by, like, Foreigner or something. I don't know. So that's, I guess, it for our thoughts on Gamescom. Uh, post in the comments, all that stuff. We want to hear what you guys have to think about it. Um, something else really cool that happened at Gamescom... So someone by the name of Chow Yu uh, had posted, and I think it was the Shenmue 500K that he would be attending Gamescom and would be presenting this motivational banner to Mr. Suzuki-san and his team to hang in their office. <laughs> and essentially it has a picture of a forklift and then a message. And like the Shenmue 500K, Shenmue Dojo, uh, Team U logo were on it. And he asked if people wanted to sign it. And I noticed there was Phantom Riverstone's logo on it. And I said, hey, we would love to have this on here. And he put our logo on it, Hooray. and uh, he let other people sign it at at Gamescom, and is pre- he was presenting it to them, I think, tomorrow. Um, and by tomorrow, I mean Thursday, August 23rd, because I don't know when this is going to be out. Yeah. Um, so I think that is pretty amazing. So technically, if they do hang this in the office and accept it, our logo could be sitting there, and he would see it every single day. And anybody who was at Gamescom. Hello, new new listeners, and you, Suzuki. Yes, <laughs> who yes, I'm positive please. are listening. We <laughs> absolutely. <He's, laughs> what do you think he's doing on his bullet train ride to, to <laughs> Germany? Um, we have had a lot of new listeners lately. Like, oh, yeah? where our our stats are doing really well on on iTunes and YouTube. Nice. Um, one last thing I kind of wanted to talk about here is. Matt and I have been doing this for, uh, you know, over a year now. And Matt always kind of mentioned, like, hey, it's kind of cool when you think about it doing a podcast that there could be someone in some random part of the world just listening to you in their car on their way, way to work. And I think we actually did get a message a long time ago about someone listening to us <laughs> on their way to work in a car. And I think it was in Finland, if I'm not correct. And I mentioned in the last episode, we haven't really had any negative feedback or anything. Oh, and here then, it comes. Here it comes. Here's the negative feedback. Here's the <laughs> no, YouTube no, no, comments. No, it's the exact opposite. We received a message on our Facebook page, and I'm going to be honest, I almost kind of teared up reading it, because <laughs> uh, it was really heartfelt. And I contacted the person who sent it to us, and I asked them, like, hey, I'd really like to share this story. Is it okay? And they said, oh, absolutely. Um, so we received a message from a listener um, by the name of Enelie. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Enelie, uh, I won't say the last name. Um, she's from Sweden. Hmm. said, so, with many O's, grateful that I found your podcast. I apologize in advance for the language and spelling. I'm from Sweden. <laughs> Shenmue You're is- forgiven for being, for being from Sweden. <laughs> uh, Shenmue is, for me, the best game there is. We are currently painting our house, and I needed a new podcast to listen to, and Shenmue just popped up in my head, and here you are. 
I have no one I can talk to who even knows what Shenmue is. I think we've all felt that way. Yeah. I only had oh, that... Little do you know, it's banned in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Here's where it gets mushy. <laughs> I only had that one friend who owned a Dreamcast. He sadly passed away in 2002. He was my best friend, and if it wasn't for him, I never would have known about the game. We brought our dream. We bought our Dreamcast on the release day in Sweden, along with Sonic Adventure. Really fun game. Mm-hmm. I love the Dreamcast system. So many great games. I remember how we sat in his room in front of his computer, downloading MP3 files of the Shenmue songs, <laughs> scanning the internet for updates about the game. I remember how impressed we were with the graphics and how dense the characters were polygon-wise. My mom asked me what I wanted for Christmas that year. The year it came out, and I said, "There's this git," and then Mom's like, "Forget it!" And my mom yells, "I'm not buying you a video game." Boo! I bought the game as a Christmas gift to myself. That's how you do it. Even wrapped it in and saved it uh, for Christmas Eve. My best friend did the same, and we promised each other not to leave the Hazuki house <laughs> until every drawer, cupboard, and wardrobe was thoroughly checked. <laughs> Best Christmas I ever. Best Christmas ever. I convinced my best friend's parents to play the Shenmue theme uh, theme song on his memorial, so at his funeral. I tried to pitch the game to my other friends, but never got through to them. They asked what genre it was, and I said, everyone. <laughs> Little did I know at that time I was playing, and it says, correct me if I'm wrong here, the first open world game ever. Now that I'm a mom, and then in brackets it says, yes, I'm a girl. <laughs> I will definitely force my daughter to play it when she's old enough. <laughs> Forced. <laughs> Did I fund the Kickstarter for Shenmue 3? Of course. <laughs> I could barely breathe when I found out. I didn't hear about the Kickstarter until way after because I missed the whole E3 2015. I did, however, watch a long video on YouTube about people's reactions about the announcement. I cried along with it. <laughs> I had given up hope for the saga to get an ending. Just so you know, you're henceforth my pals, and oh. I don't even know what you look like. Aww. We should send a photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then vaguely describe which one's which. Yeah, you guess. <laughs> match the chunky one with the beard. <laughs> hey! <laughs> that, that could be a lie. Match the, match the voices. Yeah. <laughs> match the voices in the photo? No, I mean, like... Like, it's just in your mind. So, oh, like, okay. <laughs> picture uh, our voices and which one you think comes out of which person. Now, there's a typo in this, but I love it. Okay. It's supposed to read, I'm assuming, keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. But there's only one O in good. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to the next episode of your podcast. Meanwhile, I'll play through Shenmue 1 for the fifth time. <laughs> P.S. I also love Twin Peaks. Although the latest season is weirder than ever. <laughs> and Andrew, you don't get any classic movie references besides Ghost? <laughs> he sounds like my mother. Just kidding aside, you are great. Ah, thanks. Thank you. Um, that was a fantastic message. Um, I'm glad uh, she was willing to share that story. Mm. I mean, it's heartbreaking that someone who wanted this game or, you know, would have loved to have seen the third one isn't going to. Yeah. I mean, I was almost in that boat myself uh, when I almost died there on Good Friday. Mm. Bad Friday. Bad, year, not, over a year ago. Not so Good Friday. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we love to hear feedback like that. That's... I mean, the internet is gross quite often. Sometimes, but, yeah. uh, This was fantastic. Uh, so, you can find us on the social medias. Shenmue Am 2 Pod on Twitter, Shenmue Am 2 Podcast at gmail.com, Shenmue Am 2 Podcast on Facebook. We have a, a page and a group. Uh, please like, subscribe, thumbs up. Please, please, please rate us on iTunes. We really, really, really need that. 
and send us more nice emails. <laughs> yeah, this was this was great. And again, um, going forward, uh, we would love to hear idea submissions for our sponsors at the end of episodes. I will post a list on our Facebook page of the ones we use so far. Uh, speaking of which, we would like to thank our sponsor this week, Ajiichi Chinese Restaurant. We have the best restaurant this side of Dubuida Street. I'm so thirsty. You don't pay me. Shut up, Wang. Oh, God.